0: Thanks for joining us online today. If you'd like to join the conversation, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope that you'll enjoy this message. What's going on next level good to be with you this weekend as we kick off 2016 let me say hello to all of our plantation services whatever service you're in welcome to you gateway what's up to you gateway love you guys and then anybody watching online welcome to you as well excited to kick off this new series what's next and you'll notice in our logo there that there is a what's next with the period. Not a question mark, because we're not asking a question. We're kind of telling you, here's what's next for this year. Uh, not just personally, but also what's going on around Next Level Church organ- uh, corporately at our campuses in the future, and I'm just telling you, do not miss a moment of this series. Do not miss a weekend. incredible series to invite people to, and we're going to have some big things we roll out over the next three or four weeks of this series, so make sure that you're here. But if you were with us last year in 2015, you heard us roll out this theme of Slave to free. That over the course of 2015 we designed our series with this idea of what if we could take every area of our life that has a slave mentality and we could move it towards a freedom mentality that we were away as pastors and we really felt like god laid that on our heart so if you were here last year you remember our series love handles where we talked about how to go from slave to free in our relationships we had a series called be desperate where we talked about going from slave to free in our relationship with christ xyz is a financial freedom to end the year in november was all about how to go financially from a slave to free mentality and here's what we know we know that so many of us throughout last year, there were one or two or three of those series that you found yourself after we unpacked the word of God in those series, and you found yourself going, you know what, I do have a slave mentality in that area of my life. And over the course of whatever series it was, you moved your life and your heart towards freedom, which is absolutely amazing. We heard story after story after story of your lives in different areas of your lives going from slave To free. I mean, we had t-shirts about it, we wrote songs about it, we preached messages about it, and that's what the Word of God does. It has the power to transform our lives. But here's what we know about freedom. That freedom is one of these things that we preached about last year, and internally we moved towards freedom. But the truth is, is that if we get to a place of freedom and we actually start to hoard all of that to ourselves, it can actually be a bad thing. But if we get to a place where we think that our freedom in Christ is all about us, then we've actually missed the point. And I'm so excited this weekend to kick off this What's Next series and talk about what I believe has everything to do with how we have a successful year personally and how we have a successful year as a church because I want to talk about how we take our influence and we grow it this year. How do we personally take our influence and make it go through the roof so that we can go reach people like never before? So just like last year, some of our pastors got off uh, here in town. We were at a hotel and we were praying for you, Next Level. We were praying for all of you and your families and you singles that are here, young adults, retirees, grandparents, whatever, whatever area of life you find yourself in. We were praying for you and we said, God, what would you want to teach all of us who call Next Level Church our home this year? That if we went from slave to free in different areas of our lives last year, what would you want to teach us this year. And we fell on a passage of scripture found in 1 Corinthians that I believe and we believed and we're going to present to you this week and has everything to do with what God wants us to do this year in 2016. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians or on your phone, you can flip over to your phone, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and we're going to land there for just a second and then we're going to talk about some practicals at the end of this message on how we do that. But 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 1, we were praying and worshiping and this verse fell on us and in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 it says this, Am I not free? Am I? Not free. Paul, the great apostle Paul, was writing this letter to the church in Corinth, which we read as 1 Corinthians, and he was basically saying after he had been laboring like crazy, Paul was laboring and traveling and preaching the message of Jesus, and he was laboring, and he was also an apostle, so there were some rights if you unpack the next twelve or thirteen verses that Paul had some rights. Paul had some options, so to speak, that he didn't necessarily have to continue laboring the way he was. He had some things that he could do that maybe others couldn't do because of his apostles. Apostleship that he was an apostle of Christ and I picture Paul like Maximus and gladiator like are you not entertained like I picture Paul going am I not free and Paul looks on and he goes am I not free but then he goes on in verse 19 and he says this he says even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone I have voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. I have voluntarily become a servant. Religious, non-religious, meticulous moralist, loose living immoralist, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I didn't take on their way of life. I didn't join in on their sin, but I kept my bearings in Christ. But I entered their world, and I tried to experience things from their point of view. He goes on in verse 22. I've become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempts to lead those I meet into a God-saved life. And I love this as he ends verse 23. I did all this because of the message. I did all of this because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I became a, a voluntary servant even though I had options and right, Even though I am free, I voluntarily became a servant. Why? Because of the message. I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to be in on it. And Next Level Church, I believe so strongly in my heart as we kick off 2016 and this series of what's next, I believe what's next for us Next Level is that we take our influence personally and corporately as Next Level Church across Southwest Florida and across our country and we take our influence and we take it through the roof. And not for us. Not for us personally. It has nothing to do with us. And that's the danger of when we get to a place where we feel like God's moved us to this place of freedom that me and God are great, me and Jesus are great. I read my Bible. I attend on a regular basis. I live my life with biblical principles. Am I not free to do as I please? And Paul goes, no. I voluntarily became a servant because my freedom is not about me. It's about everybody out there that does not know him yet. And I'm going to do everything in my life to reach people that are far from God. So last year, our slave to free theme was amazing. But I believe this year, Next Level Church, our 2016 theme is simply this. Live it out. Live it out. That our freedom is not for us. Our freedom's not just for us to go, me and Jesus are great. Our freedom that God has given us in areas of our life is so that he can work through us in our life to reach those that are still far from him. But the only way we do that is we take our faith and we live it out. If we went from slave to free, that's so God could live it out through all of us who call Next Level Church our home. I was literally sitting at Leroy Salmon's this past week and it was noon. And there was a 40-year-old man sitting at the bar with four glasses in front of him. And I sat there and my heart broke. Because all that's happened is something's happened in his life that he believes that's the only way that he can take it all away, that's the only way that he can stop thinking about it. And maybe some of us know what that feels like. My heart broke because I remember a season of my life when I thought that was the only way to take my mind off of the things that had happened in my life. But all that, all that does is, is temporary satisfaction and temporary displacement of the pain that's in our life. The only person that can take the pain out of our life long term is Jesus. And We have the message and next level church. I believe so strongly in my heart. It is time for us to stop just hearing about it It is time to be in on it It's time to get in on it. How do we do that? I think we have to ask ourselves a question this weekend I think the question is simply this. What am I willing to give up? In order for my influence to go up What am I willing to give up in order for my influence? To go up paul goes am I not free? I have options and I have rights. I don't, I don't necessarily have to give up anymore, do I? Like, I've done everything I need to do. Me and Jesus are good. If you've said yes to Jesus, you're going to get to spend an eternity with him in heaven. But Paul goes on and goes, Paul beats all that to the side. And he says, yes, I have done a lot for God. I have labored like crazy, but I voluntarily become a servant so that I can reach those who do not know him yet. And I believe the only way we do that this year, Next Level, is, so, is by asking the question, what am I willing to give up? In order for my influence to go up, I believe our life kind of looks like this triangle here. And at the bottom of the triangle is kind of the baseline of our life. That at the baseline of our life, we have options and we have rights, right? As Americans, as humans, as Floridians, as Christians, we have rights. We have options. There's a lot of gray areas in the Bible that we're still good with Jesus, but... I'm not sure I have to give give that up in order to be used by him in a great way. But I believe that in every year of my life that my influence has gone up. That's because I've had to give some things up. And, And when it comes to your leadership and it comes to this idea of influence, as your leadership goes up, these options and rights get less and less. That if this is the pinnacle of God using your influence and your leadership to reach people that are far from him, the further we go up in our leadership and in our influence, the less options and rights we actually have. And I believe that's the question we have to ask ourselves this week. God, if you want to use us like never before, God, if you want to use me personally like never before, God, if you want to use this church like never before, it is going to happen with a group of people that are asking the question, what are we willing to give up so that our influence goes up? Because personally, when our influence goes up as a church with 5,000 people that call Next Level Church their home, over 3,000 people that attend on a weekend, when we have individuals who are giving up their rights and options and their leadership and influence is going up, we reach lost people like never before. Am I not free? Ask yourself a question this weekend. Have you convinced yourself that your freedom is for you? Because Paul's saying your freedom's not just for you. I got you to freedom so that I can work through you for those that are far from me. This has been true in my life over the last five years. Coming on the staff as a pastor every year I've taken kind of one word and I've concentrated on that word. I've prayed and said God give me me some type of word that I can work through this year that I can learn about, that I can be better so that my influence will go up. Two years ago the word was urgency and I prayed and read books and watched podcasts and studied God's word on that to figure out how I could be better in that area of my life so my influence would go up. Last year it was patience. Maybe that's because I have a two year old but that's the word (laughs) that God dropped in my heart was patience and over last year I prayed about it, I I worshipped about it, I read about it. I asked questions about it to leaders. I studied about it, and at the end of this past year, I believe that my patience is better. That fruit of the Spirit has grown, and God's going to allow my influence to go up. This year, the word's holiness. At the end of 2015, I felt like God said, you know what, Kyle? You have to become more and more like me. Holiness and righteousness, and I believe as I do that, my influence will go up. My leadership will go up, but as that happens, I'm going to have to give things up in order, To go up. The question I would have you ask yourself this weekend is what do you need to give up in order to go up? Because I believe as we move into 2016, there are leaders all across Next Level Church, whether you attend Plantation, whether you attend Gateway, whether you're watching online. If you're watching online, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, We want you to be here too. So if you're in Fort Myers, get to one of our campuses on the weekend because we believe we need your leadership here, not necessarily just there. So we need you here, but we want you here because we believe there are leaders like crazy across Next Level Church who are bursting with potential who are bursting with potential, that have moved their life towards freedom. But what do we need to do with that freedom? Because if we hold it all to ourselves, we've missed the point. I believe we have leaders across our campuses that need to use our freedom this year to find people that are far from him. And I think that we do that by asking four questions. I think that as we get to the beginning of a new year, I think there's four questions I always ask myself when I'm asking the question, God, if I have options and rights... But you want to use me this year greater than ever before. What do I need to give up to go up? And I take these four questions and I ask these questions to myself to say, God, what would you have me give up in these areas so that you can use me like never before? So if you have your bulletin, you can open that up. There's a slip of paper in there. I would love for you to take that out so that you can take some notes with me here and fill in some blanks because we're going to talk about four what's next questions to ask ourselves. For what's next, questions to ask ourselves. God, if you want to use me, what are the questions I need to ask myself at the beginning of 2016 so that I can create some filters in my life so that you can use me like never before? The first one is simply this. The first one's what's next physically? What's next physically? See, I think it's easy at this point of the year to look on and join a gym, to maybe do a 21 day fix, uh, to drink Shakeology three times a day and starve ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with those things. We should work out and we should be physically fit and we should eat healthy. But I believe that God's asking you something different this year. I think God's not just asking you to physically get in shape. I think God's asking you what's in your life that you need to give up this year when it comes to your physical body so I can use you like never before. I believe this is the year God's going to ask some of you to stop smoking. I believe this is the year that God's going to ask some of us to stop drinking. Well, Kyle... (laughs) Where does the Bible say we shouldn't smoke? Kyle, the Bible even, like, abide by the law of the land. If I'm 21 and I just do it socially, that's fine. I'm not here to tell you yes or no, right or wrong. What I'm here to tell you is that we have options and rights. Am I not free? Yes. But as our leadership and influence goes up, we're called to give up things so that we can be used like never before. But, Kyle, I know some people in my life that do some of that stuff, and they have a crazy amount of influence, I'm learning more and more in my life that God will ask some of us to give some things up that he has not asked others to give up. That he is not going to ask us to all give up the same things. Well, Kyle, I know that person. They have crazy amounts of influence. And, and, and they do this and they do that. God has asked them to give up things that you'll never know about. Stop comparing and start listening. Because when we give up what God's asked us to give up, he will do something in our life that he's never done. Before, I think this is the year some of us stop sleeping 10 to 12 hours a day. <laughs> parents of teenagers, I, can I hear a good amen? Gateway parents, can I get a good amen? I know the gateway kids sleep all the time because they come roaming in at about eleven twenty-five in their pajamas. Come on, gateway teenagers. Get dressed for church. I'm there all the time with you on the weekend. Get out of your pajamas. Get out of your sleep pants. I'm just playing. You guys dress so nice out at Gateway. (laughs) Some of us need to stop sleeping four to five hours a night this year. Well, Kyle, that doesn't hurt my influence. Maybe we need to ask the people around us if that hurts your influence. If I ask your employees, if I ask your coworkers, if I ask your spouse, if I ask your kids, would they say mommy or daddy is tired? And when they're tired, they're a, a little mean, a little edgy. Maybe this is the year we stop working 70 to 80 hours a week. Maybe this is the year, young adult, you stop sleeping around. Maybe this is the year that Somebody at one of our campuses was prescribed some type of pain medicine and you were using it for pain early on, but now you've actually used it to disconnect from all that's going on in your world. And God would ask you this year, would you give that up so I could use you like never before? Next level church, I think we have to ask the question physically because in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 through 20, it simply says this, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God, that when God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Jesus died on a cross so that we could have a relationship with our Heavenly Father so our sins could be forgiven. But when Jesus rose from the dead and went and sat at the right hand of the Father, he looked on at his disciples and he says, I'm leaving you with the Holy Spirit. That's who will dwell inside of you. I think we get mixed up sometimes because in vacation Bible school, we sing about Jesus is in my heart and we have this picture of many Jesus that lives in our heart. And the truth is, is that the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit if we're doing things that affect our body do we actually think that we can hear the holy spirit clearly in our life whom you have received from god you are not your own he says he goes on you were bought at a price therefore honor god with your bodies next level church can i ask you a question this weekend where are you not honoring god with your body But Kyle, I have options and I have. Those things aren't, some of those things aren't wrong. Paul says, I voluntarily became a servant. I made a choice for my influence and leadership to go up because I didn't just want to hear about the message anymore. I wanted to be a part of it. What do you need to give up this year at the beginning of 2016 physically so that God can use you like never before? I think the second place that we have to ask the question is what's next financially? What's next? Financially, I know uh, uh, financial question. Here we go. So, so stay with me for a second because I believe finances is one of these things that it's the question that we have to ask at the beginning of the year because money can affect our lives like nothing else can. That when money is a problem in our lives, it actually affects our leadership. I know Christmas just happened. I know Thanksgiving just happened. I know you traveled. You went on vacations. You bought lots of Christmas gifts for everybody. And we need to ask the question to start this year: What's next financially? What's next? financially look what luke chapter 16 verse 10 says it says whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much i believe there is a lot of us who get to this point of the year after the end of the year and we take a look at our finances and we start asking the question well god god what else can i do god what else can i do god what can i do and jesus is asking the question who can i trust That we look on and we ask the question all the time, God, what else can I do? God, if you'll just give me that promotion. God, if you'll just give me that bonus. God, if you'll just give me that opportunity. God, if you'll just give me that client. And we keep going, God, if you'll just, and Jesus is going, hey, it's not about what you can do. It's about who I can trust. And some of us need to be found faithful with our finances this year. Some of us need to become better stewards with our finances This year, I stopped asking the question, God, what can I do in 2009? And started looking on and saying, Jesus, you could trust me. And God's blessed my life and my wife's life and our family's life financially more than I could ever imagine or ever need because I stopped asking the question, what can I do? And started saying, God, you know what? You can just trust me. So let me ask you a question this weekend what's next financially? What's next financially? When it comes to your finances, what's next for you financially? For some of us, it's taking a good hard look at where we're at when it comes to our finances in general. How much debt you're in, how much did you spend at Christmas? For some of you, we need to cross the line to establish a budget for the first time in our lives. For some of us, what's next is starting to save like never before. For some of us, it's putting God first in our finances. And here's a question for us financially. What do we need to give up in 2016 so that God can use us like never before some of us need to cut cable this year. Some of us need to sell the boat that sits in the driveway and never gets used. It just brings on another 1,000, (laughs) B-O-A-T. Brings on another 1,000 (laughs) boats. Boats never make money, they just cost money, so. Some of us need to figure out our car payment. Some of us need to stop paying $200 a month on our phone for data. Because in order for our influence to increase, we have to get our finances in order. And we think people aren't watching or they don't know. But trust me, people are paying more attention than we think. And when our financial lives are not in order, our influence will go down. And I think we have to ask the question this year, what's next financially? Number three, what's next relationally? What's next relationally? This is what I believe is a big deal next level. I believe this is the one for us in 2016 because... I believe there are people in all of our services this weekend, and the truth is you're lonely. That you're lonely. That if we went and looked at your Facebook page, there would be thousands of friends. But the truth is some of us don't have any real friends at all. And I'm a firm believer in the phrase that if you'll show me your friends, I can show you your future. And I believe the Bible's clear on that in 1 Corinthians where it says this. It says, don't be misled. Bad company corrupts. Good character, it goes on in Proverbs and it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. For some of us this year, what we need to give up are some friends that are in our life that are corrupting our character. For some of us, what we need to get this year are some people that are sharpening us like iron sharpens iron. And here at Next Level Church, we have a solution for that. If you're lonely in one of our services this weekend, no matter where you find yourself in your life, what stage of life you find yourself in, if you find yourself lonely and you're asking the question, what's next relationally for me this year, we have a solution at Next Level Church, and that solution is groups, that we have groups, we have hundreds of groups that meet throughout the week, that meet in different places across Southwest Florida so that you can come in and get connected relationally. And here's what I believe. I believe that those of us who have led groups, those of us who have attended groups and got connected relationally over the last three to four years at Next Level Church are those of us who are thriving the way that most of us wish we were thriving in our lives in different areas of our lives. I believe those of us who have gotten connected, those of us who have gotten friendships, those of us who have gotten deep relationally and stepped out and either attended or led a connection group or those of us who are thriving at Next Level Church. I know that was true for me that six, seven, eight years ago when I first started attending Next Level Church, I started attending and leading connection groups. I remember leading this one with Sherry Williams. Look at that haircut right there. It's amazing. We call that the Bieber that's us leading a crazy love group. This is us, uh, we led a raise baseball group where we went and saw three raise games throughout the year with some people in our church. This is my wife right here. She's, she's leading a group with middle school girls at our house. Now she's texting. She's not really an engaged leader, but she's there. <laughs> so here's what's fun about that picture. That little girl sitting next to her was in eighth grade at the time. Now she's a sophomore in college and watches our child twice a week. relationships, relationships relationships. This is a young adults tacky sweater Christmas party that we threw with 150 people at our church. I hope you thought that was a tacky sweater. I hope you didn't think that I would actually wear that. But that was a group that was awesome. This is a young adults group that we led out at Lakes Park where we went and played activities. Sergio Munoz is now on our staff. He first, that was his first connection group. He started attending. I heard that group had a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. I don't remember his name, but um, I, I heard he was really good. So I think there's actually a touchdown pass that he throws next. There it is. So I'm not... I mean, it was seven on seven, two hand touch with no rush, but I was really good that day <laughs> on point, like 19 for 20, I think. Point is, is that those of us who have stepped out and gotten connected relationally or have jumped out and led connection groups or those of us around Next Level Church as I talk to you that are still thriving today in our church. And here's the thing we know. We know that in a church our size, there's not a lot of things that you can put on pause. There's not a lot of things that we can just hit the pause button on, so to speak. We can't hit pause on our weekend services. We can't hit pause on our kids' ministry. We can't hit pause on our youth ministry on Wednesday nights. But groups is one of those things that we can hit pause on. So this weekend, I want to kind of tell you where we're at when it comes to groups because we believe this is such a big deal for us this year, Next Level Church, that getting connected relationally is more important this year than ever before. So we've actually hit pause on groups. That we looked up at the end of last year and we said, you know what, this is such a big deal. We're willing to hit pause on this so that we can figure out where we go next. And if you're new to Next Level Church, we would normally launch groups here in January and they would go for about three months and then we would take a break and then we would launch them again in the summer and then we would take a break and then we would launch them again in September in the fall for three months and then take a break. But this time in January, we're going to hit pause. Because we believe there are some systems that we have to create. We believe there are some systems that we have to get better. There are some leaders who have been leading forever and are so consistent that we want to train like never before. And let, let me say this. If you're here in one of our services this weekend and, and you're one of those people who have led connection groups consistently, can I just say thank you? Thank you for leading the groups that you've led consistently. Thank you for pouring into other people. Thank you for using your gifts and your talents. Thank you for using your freedom for other people, instead of for just yourself, but we want to train connection groups like never before. We want to have the best semester and best year of groups that we've ever had at Next Level Church, and here's what that means. At the campus level, gateway, plantation, we need leaders. We have some incredible leaders who have been leading for a long period of time, and we're going to train like never before, but we need some new leaders. And I believe that in all of our services, there are leaders across the board. There are leaders in every service, dozens and dozens of us who have leadership capability and leadership in us, and we have not been using it. And I believe this is the year, in order to reach people like never before, we need you. We need you to lead. We need you to take what God's taught you about leadership, that passion that he's given you in your heart, and we need you to lead a group around it. Because I believe that if we will be the type of church who is growing our influence personally, we will use that influence corporately and we will reach more lost people than ever before. And what we need is groups. And we need good quality leaders that are trained well on how we do groups here to lead groups for those of us that aren't here yet. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do in all of your services. If you're a leader, if you look on and you go, I'm a leader. What's a leader? What's a leader? A leader is someone who know. a leader is someone who is, has crossed the line that their freedom's not for themselves. Yes. A leader is someone that goes, you know what, God, use me. There are people in your life that have told you you can't be used. I'm here this weekend to tell you that you can be used. And that person that told you that is lying. Right. That person that told you that you weren't a good leader, that you have nothing to offer, was lying. And the enemy has held on to that for you for a long time. And this weekend, in Jesus' name, we break that off of you because we need you. We need you to lead. We need you to offer your gifts and your talents. We need you to take that freedom that maybe you've been holding on to closely and we need you to become a voluntary servant so those that don't know Jesus yet can have a place to land when they start attending this place. So if you're a leader this weekend, here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your connection card. In all of our services, you've got a bulletin on your way in, and in that bulletin, if you flip all the way to the back, there's a connection card. And if you're a leader at all, you go, you know what? I'm interested in maybe leading. I've never led before, but I'm interested in leading. We're not asking you to sign on a dotted line. I'm asking you to put your name. I'm asking you to put your email. I'm asking you to put your phone number. And then I'm asking you to flip it around. And on that prayer request section, you just write leader. In big capital letters, L E A D. I'm from Alabama. A leader. (laughs) We need a leader. E R leader. We need a leader. In Alabama, you can say everything in one phrase. You need a leader group. L E A D A G R U P. Leader group. Like all one word. You just write leader in big, bold letters. And here's what we're telling you. We're not asking you to sign on a dotted line. We're asking for permission to reach out to you and mine out that leadership that's in you so that it can be used for God's glory. That's all we're asking. We're going to have some training nights that are going to be incredible. We're going to train like crazy over the next six or eight weeks because we're going to launch groups in March. In the middle of March, we're going to launch groups. And I promise you, Next Level Church, this is a promise from our leadership team at Next Level. This will be the best semester of connection groups we've ever had in the history of our church. And moving forward, there are going to be so many places for you to connect and to grow relationally. Nobody at Next Level Church anymore should ever use the phrase, I feel like I'm lonely. Because we have places for you to grow and meet people relationally that can grow you and grow your relationship with Christ. So I need you to ask yourself the question this weekend, what's next? Relationally, what do you need to give up in order to pursue some healthy relationships this year so that your influence can go up like never before? What do we need to give up in order to use the influence that God's given us to lead others in healthy relationships? And then, number four is simply this what's next spiritually? What's next spiritually? See, our attendance every year in January spikes quite a bit, and this is that time of year where a lot of us recommit back to coming to church and we make church a priority, and that's awesome. That's awesome. We're glad anybody that's coming back that you're back, that's awesome. We're so glad that you're here. But here's what we know. Unless we're willing to do something other than just attend, then we start to fade in our spiritual growth. That if we're just coming to attend and we're going, but I'm free... I have, I have options and rights. I mean, I've got a lot going on, but I, but I do come to church. And listen, again, we're glad that you're coming and attending regularly, but that's just your first step as an attender of Next Level Church. As a person who calls Next Level Church their home, attending is just the baseline of how you grow in your relationship with Christ. And we don't want your spiritual life and growth to be contingent on New Year's resolutions every year. We want to give you a steady stream of growth opportunities throughout the year. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 says this, but grow in the grace of And knowledge, grace means favor in the original language. But grow in the grace, favor, and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. From now to eternity, from now until you go spend eternity with Jesus, you are to grow in favor and knowledge. And we want you to do that spiritually. That's why we have our next step system. That you've heard us talk about like crazy. We want you to get involved in our next steps. We want you to attend. We want you to discover. And we want you to commit. If you're new to Next Level Church in January, attend three times. Turn your card in. We want nothing from you other than for you to just enjoy the experience at Next Level Church. And we believe if we create a place that you'll love, you'll experience a loving God. Just attend. And turn in your cards out at the information center and get that gift. But after you've attended three times, we need you to discover we need you to discover that's happening at all of our campuses this weekend, part one and part two. Come here about the vision and strategies of Next Level Church. Come here about how you get connected. Come here how you use your gifts and talents. Come here how you grow. Come here how we got from where we started to where we are today and what God has for us in the future. And then we need you to commit. And commit simply means use your gifts to serve in a strategic place of ministry around Next Level, it means to lead to get in connection groups and lead connection groups and connect relationally. It means to give on a financial level that you believe that God has asked you to give to this ministry, to give to your local storehouse so that we can go reach more lost people. It means to get on the missions field. If you've never been on a missions trip, we have more missions trips this year than ever before. Whatever your next step is, we want everybody who calls Next Level Church their home spiritually to know that you have a next step. And we're going to do anything that we can possibly do to get you to take that next step this year, because we believe you need to ask the question, What's next spiritually? Because when you're asking that question, your influence and leadership will go up, and we will reach more people than ever before. So, here's the question for you to ask yourself What step do you need to take spiritually in this first quarter of the year in order to expand your influence in every area of your life? Slave to free. Am I not free? Options and rights. As your leadership goes up, those get less and less. And Next Level Church, I'm just telling you, 2016 is going to be one for the bucks. I believe we're going to have a group of people that attend Next Level right now and you're going to grow like never before and I believe we're going to reach lost people like never before. That guy sitting at Leroy Selman's is not okay. Okay. It's not okay. Not as long as Next Level Church is here. Not as long as Next Level Church is here because we have the answer. It's the same answer that got you to turn around at one point of your life and start walking towards God. And the answer is Jesus. We have it. And we offer it in a unique way here at Next Level Church. We offer it in a way where that guy can walk in and feel comfortable and attend three times and get involved and start growing and then he can be used even if people have told him that he couldn't. What's next? What's next? physically? What's next spiritually? What's next relationally? What's next financially? What do you need to give up this year in order for your influence to go up? Because what if God took you from slave to free and it wasn't just for you? He did that so that he could work through you for those that don't know him yet. Jesus, thank you that we get to be a part of a church that cares so much about lost people. Thank you that we get to be a part of a church that will use our gifts and our talents for your glory, God. Thank you for a church that's willing to ask what's next, to ask the tough question of what do we need to give up this year in order for our influence to go up. And God, I pray right now a blessing on our church, on every single person that's here this week. And God, that we would ask those tough questions in those areas of our lives. And God, as we give up, Certain things in our lives, our influence will rise like never before. And because of that, God, we will see lost people found, blind people who now have sight. God, and we will become on fire for you more than we have in a long, long time. Am I not free? God, we choose to use our freedom for others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Everyone who agreed in every service said... Amen. If your life has been impacted through this ministry, we would love to hear your story. Send us an email to nextlevelchurch.com. We're always encouraged to know how God is using this ministry to change lives. Also, if you want to support what God is doing here, you can do so through our website, nextlevelchurch.com, and help us bring you more messages just like this one every single week. Your generosity is making an impact here and around the world. Thanks for joining us online. Have a great week.